guys, and welcome to Concentrated Podcast Presents Heralds of the MCU. I'm Maria, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Eric. Good day. And Manira. Hi. So we're back to discuss the, uh, I, I guess this Fifth. is the second to last episode, right? The yeah. penultimate. Yes, the penultimate. Yeah, the penultimate people, episode. People with of, vocabulary would say that. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't have good vocabulary though. Uh, but yeah. Yourself. <laughs> I just need to make no. Listen, I I asked the question not because I wasn't going to use penultimate, but I'm like, but is it the penultimate? Because I don't want to be like it's the penultimate episode, and you guys are like, it's, it's no, it's not. <laughs> right. Anyway, guys, now that we know the number, <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> Episode five of the Falcon and Winter Soldier, titled "Truth," um, and I feel like they've we got, had we got a lot some of truth this episode, right? Like they've had some perfect titles, and I think that this one doesn't d- disappoint at all. But before we dive in, as always, I want to get everybody's first impressions. So, uh, Eric, I'm going to start with you. What did you think about Truth? I thought it was very truthful. Um, <laughs> We got, serious. we got a lot of this episode. We we got like we got John Walker, but like he's only in really the first like ten to fifteen minutes of this episode, mm-hmm. and then he goes off and does his own thing, um, and comes back. Uh, if you guys didn't know, there's also a uh, stinger at the end of this uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Um, more so, this this episode is about Sam for real. Sam and Bucky, and uh, Bucky Bucky trying to be those kids' stepdad. Yeah, he is. So. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Also, we got that little uh, that little teaser of things to come um, later in the MCU, which we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into in, in a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, Manir, what about you? What what did, what was your first impression of this episode? Um, it was really good. Like, I will say that John Walker not really living his truth. <laughs> Sam, Bucky, and Isaiah. Isaiah dropped a lot of good truth. Bucky is finally living his truth. Sam coming to terms with his truth. Uh, Sharon Carter, I don't know if she's living her truth or not. Uh, oh, but I think she. Because right. I think we got all but confirmation that I was right, and you know how I feel about when I'm right. All, all right. Well, we'll I don't we'll remember what there. you I even said, I so either. I guess we'll have don't to worry. wait till we get there. The, the air horns will be here. Oh, oh okay. Lord. Okay. Yeah, I. I don't. I, I don't oh, sorry. I no, 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 young. Go ahead. I don't know if Carly is living her truth. I don't know. Carly's confused. Yeah. I think out of everyone, Carly is not is the only person that's not really living her truth. But I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this um, so She's much. She's doing a sad. really good job, though. Like, yeah. She goes from, like, innocent to angry really well. Very She's fast. She's a very good yeah. actress. Yeah. yeah. But I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, I, I thought it was a really good episode. I Like you, I think... The thing that got me with all of the truth that we got was, again, it's a Disney show. And at some point, you don't expect Disney to go super hard into racial truths. And they went, they let them go all the way in, like all the way in. And I was a little shocked by that in a good way. Like, you know, it's it's an uncomfortable conversation. It's why in this country we keep having it because no one wants to have it. But I think that they did it in a very, very powerful way. I'm glad, yeah. Well, no, no, I was just saying I'm glad because, again, the, the show comes from a black showrunner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know he mentioned uh, leading up to the show that it was going to be a big thing. And up until this point, like, we'd seen hints of it. But to this episode, like, this was the one that we legit got the truth. Yeah. Racial, but also 
what it means to different forms of black people. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that. That that was enjoyable. Yeah, especially the, the conversation between Isaiah and, uh, and Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tough conversation, but it needed to be had because mm-hmm. Sam had to make his decision about where he wanted that legacy to take him. Yeah. I think, too, the other thing specifically about that conversation that that touched or or that I thought was kind of neat was that you could tell it stung Sam, but he also knew he also knew, but it's not a lie. Like you being loyal, you being this is ridiculous, but you're not going to say anything to me because deep down inside, whether you want to believe it or not, you know what I'm saying is right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just thought it was really great acting on his part. You know, normally I'm always ripping them, but I thought that that was really well done. When we get there, I really do want to talk about, well, I mean, all up and through, Sam's really, even at the very beginning when he's having the fight with Bucky and he gets the fight with Bucky and John Walker and he gets the shield, the way that he holds the shield and then like wipes the shield. Yeah, he tries to wipe the blood off. You can tell, and Anthony Mackie is doing the Lord's work. You can see what that shield means to him and what it being bloody means to him. Like I watch a lot of, um, a lot of, um, what is it? Not reenactors, but the people that watch the show and then give you the, um, their reaction to it. Yeah. When they're reacting and, and, dissected it sometimes mm-hmm. but no, well, I normally stop it, just i reacting. stop it at them di- dissecting because i don't want you know to be um i just want to see wh- how other people are um how, how other people are taking the um show and okay. there was one um youtuber who he's like i'm a very big fan of um captain america and when the last week when john walker killed nico with the shield his eyes were welling up and it was very very much that he was shocked by what happened and it hurt him to see the shield in that way. And then when uh, Bucky and Sam were talking and um, Sam was talking about what the shield meant to him and what Steve meant to him and his eyes were welling up then, this is a white gentleman, by the way. Um, and he was just like, like the she- I feel like I'm Sam because the shield means that much to me, but not in the way that it means to Sam. Like, to me and a- as a white man, but I also see why it means that much to Sam. Does that make sense? Am I just yeah. rambling? No, no, no. No, no, no. I think that makes perfect sense. It is about the legacy of that shield, but as as we've come to see in this show, legacy is a difficult word and legacy means different things to different people. Yeah. Um, as much as, like, this is less about the legacy of the title of Captain America and more about Sam's relationship with Steve mm-hmm. and how Steve, you know, basically challenged him to be, while he was already a good man, he made him be a better man. Right. And that's, that's why Sam... Yeah, that's why Sam would have would have followed, you know, would have followed Steve to the ends of the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was he just I mean, and we'll talk about that more, but I, I just think he's doing just a fantastic job. Now, I want to start where where it started. Right. Let's talk about John Walker. I know I was already feeling some kind of way. And after this episode, I feel much more strongly in that direction. And I'm just wondering if everybody else like was expecting him to turn the way that he's he seems to be turning. So, Manira, I'm going to start with you. 
What was your, what were, you know, how did you feel about him this episode? What was your reaction to him this episode? I mean, I saw it coming. I saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. You know, like it's, it, nothing that he did shocked me. Nothing that was done to him. Well, no, I won't say that because when he was in front of um, the, the hearing, Mm-hmm. department or hearing group um and they were basically telling him listen we're going to strip you you're lucky that we're not giving you a court martial and he's like right but can i give my defense and i'm like sweetie read the fucking room no this is not that's <laughs> Millions not time of people for watched you murder a man in the middle of the street right and i will say i'm very shocked that they didn't say well well, the Amer- the America that I know, um, and currently the America that I think is going to get that white man off for killing that black man, um, would have said, you know, no, we d- what he did was he killed a terrorist. We do not negotiate with terrorists. This is what we do. He was following our orders and protecting our borders. Now, I feel like had it not been caught on camera, camera he would have been fine. He would have been, like, been oh, clear well, if it had been caught yeah, on camera. They would have been like, oh, well, he killed Lamar and, you know, it was the heat of battle, all that yeah. kind of shit that they say. Um, but it, it's it's really not. And, it, again, like I was – I sent it to you, Manira, the thing about all of the costume cues about mm-hmm. – uh, about the new Captain America U.S. agent suit and how there's so many little cues about um, things about the, the cues from the U.S. agent and cues from like different militaristic things and how the costume basically tells the story of the character without actually telling the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the big things that stood out to me was the fact that on his suit, on his shoulder, there is an American flag. Captain America like Steve Rogers, Captain America, never actually wore a U.S. flag. His suit might have been decorated like mm-hmm. something similar, but, yeah, he, but he never, never had because he flag. never represented America. America. Mm-hmm. He represented the idea of America and patriotism and things like that, but he was not pushed around by the U.S. government, especially after Winter Soldier and he left S.H.I.E.L.D. Whereas right. also, this Captain America is, yeah, right. the, Captain America doesn't represent America yeah. as, you know, U.S. government. Right. He Captain represents America, America as freedom. Right. He did what America thinks he is, which is we are helping all. We are the biggest and the baddest. So we are helping all of the others. But John Walker is what America is. Yeah. And whereas Steve Rogers. That is a really good point. Exactly. He is America. Steve Rogers never, never missed an opportunity to call America on its own bullshit. And on multiple occasions went against the U.S. government when he didn't think they were doing the right thing. Yeah. I so to answer your question, no, and nothing surprised me. Um, it did surprise me that he kept running his mouth and lost a pension and uh, um, abilities, his benefits for his wife. Yeah, they gave him uh, yeah, and another uh, not honor, not dishonorable, dishonorable discharge, discharge, but not a not a, he still is discharged. So I mean, but they only did that with that. That just means you can get a job, but that's yeah. that's about it. Still a bummer. You don't get any of the pension, and you don't get any of the things that you should get you know, being as you're a person that's risked your life for this country, yeah. which is kind of a fucked up thing that they can do. Well, I, I don't know that they would have done well. No, they probably would have. It was probably, he was talking over them, but they were just reading off the list of things that they had right. already decided. Yeah, I was going to say, they were going to do that no matter what. But, they they basically told him, you're lucky you're not getting a court, a court martial, which would have been worse. Like he might have, he could have faced jail time. Yeah. Oh no, if they had court martialed him, he most definitely would have faced jail time. Yeah, he would have lost all his pensions and everything, had a dishonorable discharge, and faced jail time. Yeah. Do you I think, just... Oh, oh no, 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 you go ahead. Go ahead. So, okay. 
going to him going to Lamar's family, Lamar's sister looked like she saw that video and knew the situation. Right? Okay. Was it just me? No, 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 no. Because okay. I felt the same way because, like, the mom was all upset and, you know, the dad, obviously. But she was looking at him like, I don't believe anything you're saying. Same. And the question is, what part of it didn't she believe? So either she was a terrible actress, mm-hmm. right? Because no. she was supposed to be grieving. Mm-hmm. Or looking at her face, she had that face that like, I've known all this time that this white man is going to get my brother killed. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Whereas the parents seem to be satisfied that, you know, he supposedly brought the killer to justice, even though he didn't. Right. Yeah. Her face, I was just like, I don't think she's a bad actress. I think that she's, I think that this is perfect. I think that this is purposeful for her age Mm -hmm. and the way that she, like the face, facial expressions that she's giving. Now, but real quick on that. Sure. Do you, were you surprised that he did choose to lie to this man's parents and say like, I, I killed, I killed his killer? No, because he still thinks that he's doing the, he thought he he still thinks that he did the right thing. I said it to when I was watching it with my um, boyfriend, I was like, but he's lying. And my boyfriend turned to me and he was like, yeah, but he's got to tell him that. Like, he's got to tell them that he killed their their um, the, their son's killer. Like, he can't say, no, their son's killer is still out there. And I was like, I mean, I guess, but you're lying. Right. And the thing is, you're not really bringing them justice. And are you, you know, are you saying it because you need to for all the reasons you just said? Or do you really truly, like, are you so out of it at this point that you really do think you killed the man that killed him? Right. Because he said, Nico said, I didn't do it. Right. And every time somebody tells him he didn't kill him. Uh, He didn't need Nico to tell him. He was in the same fucking room. He saw what happened. He saw that little tiny redhead girl punch the shit out of him. Yeah. But also, I mean, he was trying to kill Sam and or Bucky that way. So were you going to tell if you were if you happened to kill Sam, were you going to say to the family, yeah, I killed Sam because he killed Lamar, too? Like, yeah. What were, we, it, what were we doing? The yeah, fact that he wasn't fighting them to keep the shield, he was legit trying to kill them. Yeah, I I was very that I was surprised at. Really? Even yeah. of him going like I'm I I had to do it and like talking himself into it. And then when they asked him for that shield, like the look on his face. Listen, Wyatt Russell is doing the Lord's work with being the peak white man. Like yeah. he his facial expressions when Sam was like, listen, we know we know why you did it. We know what happened, but you're going to have to give me the shield. And then he like turned on a dime and was like, you almost had me. Right. You almost had me. Yeah, because at this point he feels like he earned it. He feels right. like you know I'm Captain America. This is this is you know a hundred percent powerful white man. Yeah. I, this is my power. You guys aren't going to take it from me. Yeah. And you see what they had to do to get it. Break his fucking arm. Which will heal fast. He has he has faster than average healing factor. Right. He'll be okay. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, let's move on. It seems as though I had to bid a. And adieu to my favorite character in uh, Baron Zemo this week, as apparently he's got a date with some hot, hot, hot chicks. So, I feel so let's. Did a perfect job getting rid of him. Yeah, because well, that's what we'll talk about. Like, let's. Right, let's because let's talk about this. We have the introduction of the Wrath. We've got Dora Milaje again. Bucky is like, yo, I'm really not trying to kill you. 
I feel like there was a whole lot in that scene, even though there was not a ton of dialogue. So, Eric, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come to you on this one. Like, what did you think about the whole visit to the Sokovian uh, um, Remembrance Monument. Mark? Yeah. Monument. There you go. I, I thought it was perfect, especially in line with, with Zemo's character. Like, he got what he wanted. He, he destroyed the last of the serum. He didn't know until, you know, just before. Or, uh, hell, I don't even think he still knows because he disappeared before uh, John Walker um, showed up at that last thing. So he got rid of the super soldier serum so he doesn't have to worry about more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, that was his goal to, from the from the get-go. Like, he's been mourning his country and his family. And, you know, the world did Zemo dirty. And mm-hmm. Zemo, you know, he, he wasn't trying to do more, but he, he definitely was, you know, He's gonna get his revenge any way possible, and now that his job is done, I feel like I feel like we'll see him again because, of course, you know the Wakandans show up, and instead of killing him, they also take mercy or taking him to Wakanda, they drop him off at the raft where he should be, because even well, being in Germany, that's probably for someone of his stature, he should be with other superpowered individuals and other yeah. you know, super smart. Did we criminals. think he was gonna? Do we think that the Dormilaja was gonna kill him? Uh, I figured it might be a possibility because you know he did kill their king, so. But then I feel like will I feel like T'Challa would have had that choice when he stopped him in Civil War. True. I, I well that and I, I feel well that was T'Challa's choice. T'Challa right. you know, acting personally, not as like a representative to, for, of Wakanda, because but it's still you know dad. it was his dad, and he cho- he cho- he chose to be the bigger person. Which is one of the things that we love T'Challa for and Chadwick Boseman. And right. I mean, and if you go back to the actual Black Panther movie, that was the whole beef with him and his boy, that he yeah. had, you know, he wasn't catching him. the guy, yeah. and you spared him. Yeah, I never thought that they were going to kill him, though. I figured it was a possibility, but I, I more so thought that they were going to take him back to Wakanda and make him serve out his sentence there. Yeah, no, I did think that. It, it, when they th- threw the raft in there, I was like, oh, well, that's something new. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's good because, you know, they've, they've talked about the raft before and we've seen it in, uh, we saw it in Civil War and stuff like that. So it's nice that they, they keep that in continuity. Do you think that's going to come up soon? Oh, yeah. Because we know that other people are still there. We know that people like Abomination are there. Yeah. That's oh, shit. I forgot about that. And yeah. then you put, you put Zemo uh, Yeah, there. that's a really good yeah. point. Yeah, I thought it was a good send-up because remember, this is the fifth episode of six, and we got to start wrapping up some of these storylines. So cutting out Zemo, he, he served his purpose for the show, um, and just getting him out of here was was a good idea because that that's one less thing you got to <laughs> next week. Okay, yes, but here's the only problem. So you took one away, and then you added one, and I'm sure we'll get to that later. But it's like I remember finishing the episode, and I, I y'all would have been proud of me. I watched it twice. Nice. <laughs> now listen, I didn't watch it twice by choice. I watched it twice because I watched it. Um, while everybody was gone and then everybody else wanted to watch it and i was like well i'm not gonna like go sit outside so no it was there's a really good episode there's, right, there's some again. good parts in here i gotta watch right right exactly and that's why i went back especially because i really wanted to make sure that i heard all of the dialogue in the scene with the Melage and when he was talking um to mr bradley like i want to make sure i caught everything because there was so much i felt that there that was kind of there to unpack but i ended i remember finishing it the second time knowing that i'd seen everything that i thought i saw and thinking but you guys only got one more episode like we're not wrapping this up in one episode they are i i feel like you think the, so? yeah i mean uh like i don't know why we're saying it like we're we're not doing spoilers like um fucking what's the name is back uh bartok the leaper is back 
Yeah. And as I was saying, uh, the thing that I think I was right about, they, they kind of said it but didn't said it that uh, that what's her name Sharon is the power broker because she called in Bartok the Leaper to help Carly. Yeah. And being that Carly has her number and they spoken, meaning that means that she got the 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 super soldier serum for her. Otherwise, why would she have an Algerian terrorist phone number? Manira, you don't look too sure about that. What, what are you thinking? I mean, yeah, I was on the I want Sharon to be the power broker train because I want something very interesting for Sharon. Um, now I don't know because it's kind of ceremon unceremonious if like we get the final reveal next week being ha 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 she is the power broker like the th the three-step reveal I don't, I don't think it's gonna be like a you know like hands ringing you know old classical villain i am the power broker ha ha ha, ha mandark laugh I, I think it's gonna be you know fuck this country what did they ever do for me i've been on the run for you know for more than five years they didn't do shit for me i had to be you know if i wanted things done i had to do it myself steve never came back for me grandmama did I don't know. I st like I was on the power broker train, but now I think she's undercover. I think she's like deep, deep undercover. Unless the power broker is like just a, a part of her cover. Uh, other than that, I, I don't I don't see them. The only like reason I say no is because Zemo said like I, I've never met him, but I know of him. Like he used the he used the he pronouns. Well, uh, again, and you know sexism is a thing i'm sure both of you know this yeah. um no one's gonna respect a woman in madripoor especially yeah. a white woman white but, but white people they run everything um but hiding yourself as a white man yeah you're gonna get all the respect look at john walker i don't i don't think that that excludes her and i definitely think too i don't think it's a deep cover because she sent Bardock to her to carly with the express uh, thing of stopping a vote violently, which means people are going to die, mm -hmm. right? And he just wants his revenge on Sam. Right. Unless it's a double cross. So she sends, she sends him to Carly. Carly thinks that she sent him to her to help. Well, she doesn't know that, she, that he's coming from the power broker. She thinks he was actually sent to help. He plays up the whole thing of wanting to kill Sam, but he's actually really there to kill Carly. Eh, maybe, but at the same time, she does go out of her way to mention that she got him out of jail. Yeah. Well, but she also, like, he was doing what she wanted him to do on that plane to get that um, pilot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I, mm, I want, like, listen. I was on the, if you, you guys listen, you know, I was on the Sharon is the power broker train hard because I wanted something, I wanted something fun for her. Now I think I she know. is though. Yeah, I was like, literally I'm watching it in the background as you can see there. She has security guys with her. She is, she is a crime boss. I know, but she, uh, but she could also not be the, the, Listen, undercover is a fucking thing. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but she is like deep, deep undercover. I'm talking. It, she, it might be. Maybe she's she's Omar. That's how we met. Listen, but that's how we met her before. That's how we met her in um Civil War, not Civil War in um Winter Soldier. She was the nurse. Deep, deep fucking cover. And it wasn't until Bucky came in and um tried to kill 
Nick Fury that she turned into Agent 13. Steve was butthurt because she was lying, but she was still there to watch Steve for Nick Fury. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it, I feel like they'll reveal that she's, you know, even though we already know she's basically the power broker, but it's not going to be like, you know, big bad villain power broker. It's going to be more like, you know, hey, I did what I had to do. And maybe they'll let her go. She'll be like, hey, stop giving out powers to people. You know, <laughs> we're going to we're going to turn our back. Don't don't blow up things. <laughs> it should be all like, Maria. all right, swearsies. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> no, here's my thing. But the power broker never intended for anyone to have the serum but themselves. Right. She makes sense considering her relationship, you know, her familial relationship with Steve Rogers to want to get her hands on the actual serum. And from the way that I remember it, no one else got the serum because Carly stole it. Yeah, it could have been a thing where she, she had the person, she had her thumb on the person who knew how to make it. And only had them make so many. Mm-hmm. And then Carly stole it. So, yeah, it, she's definitely could be the power broker. And I'm 100%, I'd say 95. Um, but at the same time, her intentions were not 100% pure, but they were like, okay, I'm going to make some money off this shit. So, again. I love that I got you to wishy washy off of it because you were like, air horns are coming. And now you're like, oh, the I air horns are still they're, there. They're, they're right Re- here. Rewind the episode, you'll hear the air horns. Okay. Oh, Lord. No, wait. You can't. No, you can't do the air horns until she is confirmed. She basically is. No, she's not, though. We've got one more episode. She called in a terrorist. So? That's the thing. Like, if it wasn't for that, I would lean with you, Manera. But, mm-hmm. like, you are basically approving, you know, violence towards innocence. And. I've never seen S.H.I.E.L.D. to be like, you know, we're okay with, you know, killing a bunch of civilians. Like, I, it doesn't track well, for me. S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, they did when HYDRA was We all saw room. Winter Soldier. <laughs> right. Um, speaking of HYDRA, uh, do we want to talk about the elephant in the room? No, not yet. Okay. No, I was going to do it now since we jumped into Sharon yeah. Carter and we weren't supposed to. Because, we, right. you know, I wanted, I wanted, I, I had this beautiful prose that I was going to intro this in, talking about tricky women. And then that just never happened because fuck that, Sharon Carter is was, the goddamn the, uh, the power broker. In, the, in the, the very nice heels. Yes. <laughs> so we get the introduction of yet another character, uh, Contessa. I always get it wrong. It's Contessa Valentina Allegra DeFontaine. She got way too many damn names. Uh, But she is here. Who's going to call Contessa? AKA Elaine from Seinfeld. Yep. AKA President from Selena Myers from Beat, bitch. Yo, she was looking like a baddie with her little purple uh, streaks in the front. I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, that's the bit that confuses me, but doesn't confuse me. Um, if you don't know, and I'm just rocking your mind here with big nasty hooks, um, the Countessa is technically one of the many aliases for Madame Hydra. Mm-hmm. And in the comics, she normally has that same streaks, but they're green because Hydra green. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm a little confused by them making them blue. Well, no, no, no. If you, there are a couple of books where it's actually purple. Okay. Cause I, cause like I've even seen some pictures online of like, like, Snoop, I think it like, usually depends um, on the outfit. Right. Like she usually exactly. Her hair. Yeah. Well, she had yeah. she had purple boots. So. 
there you go. A little bit of purple. She's she listen. She's she being amazing. a baddie. She looked really really good. But let's let's talk about what we think the introduction of the Contessa at this point in the show because that was the thing that threw me all the fuck off. Like, how are you gonna introduce? There's only one fucking episode left. What are we doing here, people? I, I feel like she's gonna have a bigger presence more in the MCU than in just this show. I, I, and also her her giving the card to to John Walker makes me think that Walker is going to live. He's going to survive through this. Oh and they're gonna, yeah, no, they're going to put him in a him hole die. until they need him again for something else. Yeah, was it? It was a pitch, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. What is she? What is she putting together? What kind of team is she putting together? Because it was okay. very much Nick Fury esque. Here's the here here's the thing. Um, this might be a deep dive for for comic nerds or not. Um, my theory here is that she's putting together a, a team of Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts in the comics um, are occasionally people with very similar powers to other heroes. So, like, typically in the Thunderbolts, you have a Captain America knockoff, a, um, an Iron Man knockoff, and usually they're, like, done by bigger villains. So it makes sense to keep John Walker as U.S. agent and then make him the U.S., you know, the Captain America knockoff, whereas, you know, Iron Man armor is going to be floating around all over the place soon. So I, I feel like she might be putting together her own Thunderbolts, which would be like the counter Avengers. Okay, but wait a second. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Y'all know my mind is a little blown right now. Anyway, wait a second. Because isn't there supposed to be a Thunderbolt show? Like, isn't that already confirmed? No. Or did I just imagine that? You might have. You've been eating a lot of weird things this week. I know that there's. I could have. No. Or maybe I saw a clickbait. Article. Yeah, there's a theory because um, Thunderbolt Ross is yeah. in Black Widow that he might be putting together a team. Well, in they Black Widow. they also say that her character apparently that's the bit the buzz around the internet is that her character was originally supposed to uh, show up first in Black Widow, but Black Widow got delayed a full year. So we will more than likely see her again in Black Widow, even though that would be before this. Um, and yeah, if Thunderbolt Ross is there, that means, and this is just my, my big nerdy heart going all a flutter, that maybe we'll see a Red Hulk sometime soon. I was going to say that, I was going to say for Maria, being that Zemo, we know where Zemo is, mm -hmm. she may come a click clacking to Zemo in the end of this episode. Also, Zemo episode. Um, in the comics, in Zemo has been the Thunderbolt's version of Captain America. So there you go. Yay, more Zemo! <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't think the MCU is done with Daniel Brühl at all. And he's he's a fantastic amazing actor, and I'd love to see more of him. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely in the same boat. I would also so, like to see her more as basically the evil Nick Fury. Because that's what she is. She's doing a yeah. very good job. Like she sat down in between, like excuse, she sat down in between scoop, them scoop. and <laughs> was like, "Yeah, no, um, you're gonna want to take my call." Also, she knows she, Bucky. And Sam and the um, Flag Smashers are the only people that know that John Walker has taken that serum. Mm -hmm. How does she know? I, I mean, I'm sure she's got eyes in places if she really is Madame Hydra. I just, I well, I mean, but if she, okay, but here's the thing, like, but she, well, I guess she doesn't have to be, I was like, because in the comics, she, yes, this is, like, she, this woman has more covers than a fucking Bed Bath & Beyond, like, or, we, or, we know. Hear me, out. hear me out, maybe she's the power broker, 
and knows that he has the he took the last uh, the last serum and wants to experiment on his blood to make more. Mm-mm. That's that's not good. That's not a good specimen. Like uh, that I mean, monkey's a little a little, <laughs> a little too many screws loose. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, you you might get a couple of you know eggshells in your omelet, but it's still gonna be you know a meal. No, <laughs> I I like that. I like that. I like that first theory a little bit better than the second. I'll just leave that there. Yeah. yeah all right, I, and and I we're just jumping all over the place because we're giving theories and we haven't even talked about stuff. So Eric, <laughs> shut up. Yet. Right. <laughs> shut up, Eric. All right. Um. So we touched a little bit on the interaction with Sam and Isaiah, um, where I think for me, seventy five percent of why the the episode was titled Truth happened in that scene. Um, Manira, I, I think I mentioned to you this, I, th- I think I maybe already mentioned it once we started recording, but I was like so surprised with how much truth um, and the veracity with which the truth was shared in that scene and in that exchange. Kind of talk me through what you were thinking as you were watching it. Um, and, and how much do you think that really impacted Sam's direction? Um, I was thinking, fuck America. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> obviously. I mean, I through my tears of anger and just yeah. sadness, um, listening to his story of I was... I was basically Captain America. I had the same experience that Steve did. I went and got my fellow brothers that they were going to write off. And for my troubles, I was poked at. I was prodded. My fellow, the fellow um, POWs that I went and got were later killed because black men and just reasons. And then the only way that I am still standing in front of you today is because a nurse decided that she had seen enough and was going to say that I died so that I could get out. I mean, what I, 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 Sam is better than me because I didn't need to hear that story. I knew when that older gentleman said, get the fuck up out of my house and threw that box um, and said that he was put in jail for his troubles. That was enough for me. I didn't need to hear it, but um, I'm not built like Sam is. I say burn this world down. That's just me. Um, But Sam needed to hear it. Sam needed to hear it, and he needed to square away the the U.S. that he wants to save with the U.S. that would do that to a black man that was basically Steve, only brown. Yeah. He he had to decide if he was comfortable letting the legacy die there or if he wanted to attempt to make his own legacy. And that's basically what he, you know, kind of chooses. But he still needed to hear that truth. Yeah, but how do you feel about that, though? That's my question, because... Yeah. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah, I... You know what I mean? Fuck them after everything that they did. And it's like, you you know, Sam, you sat here, you heard all of this. And you still choose. Even before that, he was like, I need need to make sense of it. And I'm like, but why? Why do you need to make sense of the fact that when you walked out of Isaiah's house the first time, you and Bucky were having just a heated conversation and the police pulled you over and asked Bucky if he was okay and if you were bothering him? 
Why did you? Why do you need to square away or hear that story? Why do you need to make sense of that? There's no making sense of it because it's nonsensical. The only right. reason that it was done to that man was because he was black. And again, like he said, America doesn't want a black Captain America. Point blank, period. So you, I mean, you can give them what you think you want to give them, but it's not for them. At the at, at the end of the day, it it can't be for them. It has to be for you. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, they had that moment, and then you've got the interaction with Sam and Bucky, which I feel like there was a lot of truth told in the in just about every interaction they had, including the fact that Bucky is trying to get at Sarah's cheeks. That was very very clearly put out there um but but it was different bucky wants to after this you know all this is over he wants to go on down to louisiana and be a good stepdad to those little boys okay so okay i think before we even get to before we even get to that like bucky slept on a couch not on the floor that's gotta mean something well, that important. was that was after he had the conversation with Sam while yeah. they were training, and you know, I, I feel like he 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 has found some form of peace. Yeah, that's so good. That that made me like I I was very excited about that. I was like, look at you sleeping on a sofa and not the floor like a grown up, like a big boy. <laughs> right. Look at you <laughs> waving at those kids. Like, hey, I'm your new stepdad. My name's Bucky. You can call me Buck. <laughs> call me Mr. Buck. <laughs> right. You, you're trying to play uh, Captain America. I can show you. you right. Know. I've got it'll it. Be, got it. it. It'll be our first, it'll be our first father-son activity. <laughs> and I loved it. Can I just say that? I was here Same. for all of it. Same. Mm-hmm. She just all popped up out of it. nowhere like, who, who's your friend, Sam? Right. <laughs> Bitch, he, you know who he is. You've he seen him. Hides, <laughs> hi, I'm Bucky, or hi, Sarah, her so many times. Mm-hmm. I was like, get, listen, hi, Sarah. get away from her. <laughs> but also, get, get, come back here once you once you tell that, that Asian gentleman, you know, that you killed his son. Yeah, because that's, that's exactly. Be, yeah, that, I feel like that's going to be it, it, towards the end of this, like him. That's basically what Sam explained to him. Like, you have to tell people the truth, and whether they like it or not, you have to accept it just because of the things you did. You know, brainwashed or not, you have to let them live in their truth without, you know, you, you can't expect, you can't tell them how to feel about the things that you did. Sam is such a good therapist. Is he not? Yeah, and I, it's yes. great because it, it plays into his character. That's basically what he was doing, you know, when he met Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. I think, though, that that. I loved, but even more than that, I loved Bucky's apology. Same. Same. Because if, hello, dear white people, if you could learn to take that approach when you are talking to someone who has endured racial trauma, then things could already be so much better between all of the groups. Because for him to be like, we never stopped and considered once. You know, because Steve had talked to him about what he was going to do. Bucky knew he was going to give him that shield. You know what I mean? And for him to be like, I'm sorry, because we never, ever thought about how this would impact you as a black man. Right. And said the words. Didn't just allude to it. Nope. Yeah. But said the words. I, I just, that I thought that was incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. And the way that 
the way that I was going to say Sebastian Stan, but the way that Bucky let that set in and didn't say anything else, let Sam digest it and say whatever Sam needed to say, which is yeah, he didn't me, yeah you would, he didn't you interrupt would. them and tell him how right. to feel as a black right. man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I that was very well done and clearly written by a person of color. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. All right, guys. Well, you know, I still feel like we're walking away this week yet again with more questions than answers. And hopefully they will all be answered next week. But before well, we get there, I'll say we, hold we on. Al- we also had some fun montages. There's a lot of montages. In this oh, movie. okay. It was a little <laughs> montage heavy. We could have shaved like about. No, I, I loved every it. Bit of we, it. We had training montages. Yes. We had the, the, the stinger at the end with what's name, you know, working in his garage montage. We co- okay. So and all I could think about was a South Park. That's going to be a montage. Wait, no. Always okay. Fade out so montage. the montage, the Sam, like, growing his muscles and getting, you know, <laughs> Captain America ready, um, I enjoyed because. I enjoyed him holding the shield for his nephew because the way that his nephew looked at the shield was the same way that the little boy looked when T'Challa came back to Oakland. Yeah. Mm, and that made yeah. me really... Yeah, yeah that it, was cute. It, it, it reminded me of the scene at the end of uh, the first Avenger with the little kids all playing back in New York. And, you know, the one has his little trash can that he's mm-hmm. painting like a Captain America shield. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. the legacy that you want to leave. So we needed the montage. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I could. Do, I. Montage. I could have done without it. The 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 bro montage though. I did enjoy them all working we together in the, the ship. Yeah, we happy times. We all know Bucky was just hanging around to, to try and to get talk to sister. Sarah. Yeah. To try and get Sarah's Sarah? sheets. I'm cleaning stuff. I'm fixing I'm, this boat. I'm good on a boat. You want to keep <laughs> right. this boat? You know, it would be better mm-hmm. if you had a, a you know a first mate on this boat. Mm-hmm. Can I be your first mate? <laughs> <laughs> It's me. I'm first mate. <laughs> they, they call me Bucky. You can call me James. James, right. Oh, my gosh. Are we, uh, All right. Are we, we going to talk about the case? Yes, let's talk about the fucking case. I want to know case. what's in that goddamn the case. case. That, uh, that Bucky brings him. So, wait. So, am I fucked up? Because I was like, oh, that he just got a new set of wings. No. I don't yeah, know. It's a full outfit. You yeah, know I think, it's a I think we're finally going to see Sam's legitimate Captain America outfit. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm assuming it's going to look like his Captain America outfit from the comics where it's a mixture of Falcon and Captain America, yeah. which I will be I'll be very pleased to, to see. But it's made Man. from Wakanda. Yeah, and it's from Wakanda. <laughs> he, he called in a favor. He was like, hey, yo, before you uh, disappear. Uh, which me, also, m- um, he can't come to Wakanda for a while. Did you yeah. hear that? But she did call him White, uh, White Wolf again instead of James. But still. Because that he last episode, she gave him that James that she that, did say "fuck like, you, James." Read between the lines was like "fuck you." Don't 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 ever talk to me again. No. And now she's like, "All right, you can come back, White Wolf." Right. But it's gonna be a minute. Wild. You're not so invited like, to Thanksgiving. I'm like, this year. how how long? Like, because I I would want to know. Like, long enough for him and Sarah to pop out pop a baby, baby, probably. Right. <laughs> You're like, you know where you want to go. Let's go. I'll see you see you see you know, see you see that you seen them them fertile hip she got. <laughs> Buggy, buggy, go put a baby in her. No, I'm oh super excited for the, for the, um, for the series. Yeah, I was hoping they would have revealed it, or at least like shown the chest where you could see the legit mm-hmm. star. Because that was one of the other things about John Walker's suit that they pointed out in the thing was that like the star is the star not in the center anymore. Yeah. It's to the, to the right or to the, yeah, to the right. 
it's just a lot. Like I love little Easter eggs like that that costume designers and concept artists like put into costumes like this because it, it really shows that they're paying attention. All right. Well, talking about paying attention, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> um, but before we do, we need to start, or at least I want to give you some space in case there were some other theories you guys wanted to mention going into this season finale. Because, I mean, we did it last week, and I feel like my answer last week is still the same this week. I don't fucking know what they're doing, man. Like, I've got no cohesive theory as to how all of the different little storylines are going to end. I got nothing. Do we think Carly's going to die? Oh, yeah. No, 100% I think Carly's going to die. Are all the Flag Smashers going to die? I think Probably. so. Probably. Yeah. At least the ones that have uh, superpowers, yeah. Which Even I think is, what, five girl? or six left? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even the black girl, they're going to die. Yeah. I feel like the the world's not ready for more of them, but also, I feel okay. I feel like um, John Walker in his garage making his own little Captain America shield. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna show up. I, I don't know where he's getting his intel from. Probably from um, Contessa. Um, he's gonna show up and try to thwart the thing, and he's gonna get a lot more people killed, and he's gonna kill some people, but he's gonna get taken alive. You know, because white men always do. Yeah. He's not wrong. No lies were just told. Several yeah. examples this week alone. And more counting. If you look at the news this morning. Yeah, I don't, hmm. I don't Wait, uh, yeah, I haven't seen the news this morning. Yeah. <sighs> Things are open up. People got to shoot. Mm-hmm. You know how it'd be. Dear Lord. All right, well, Manir, do you have any theories? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I, I I mean I thought I did, but no, really I right. I just I, I my theory is Bucky gonna be in Louisiana with Sarah raising the babies. <laughs> He's gonna make his way to Louisiana and just show up and be like, "Hey Sarah." <laughs> and they, Sarah's they're like, gonna what? change the name on that boat and call it the Sarah and Bucky. <laughs> the Sarah and Bucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, no, I don't. I don't think we'll get a surprise Steve visit. I don't think, you know, anything I like kind of feel like we might, actually. Um, really? I saw that interview with What's Name this week, and he mentioned, like, when they asked him the question about, like, hey, have you actually met Chris Evans in person? And he got real dicey in his answer, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, any, you know, anything's possible, and maybe, you know, in another thing. In a, I think I met him at a party once, and he got real dicey with the answer. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe he, he may, you know, we might see Steve pop up. Hopefully, because they've basically written him off. Every time they mention him, they just say Steve's gone. Yeah. But no one says where he went. I, I like to think that Steve, like, now that, that Peggy's gone, like, he retired to Wakanda. Wakanda don't need any more old or broken white men. <laughs> I feel like Steve would do Thank you. work in Wakanda. Like, just being, you know, a humanitarian yeah. in Wakanda, helping out. He's still got superpowers. He's, he's got old man strength and, like, real strength strength, so... That's Plus, true. you know, th- that's a place that he could relax. It seemed like a nice place. Everybody wants to live in Wakanda. Hell, I'd go to Wakanda if they let me. It's not a vacation spot. Right. See, See? that's See? that colonist yep. shit See? right there. You're, You're fucking first world privilege colonizing Wakandans ass. Up right now, was like, hey, you want to come live in Wakanda? Everything is better there. There's no white people except maybe Steve. You're not going to get away from <laughs> No, I'm going, but I'm not going for vacation. No, I'm I going go to live better there. myself. Yes, yeah. bye. <laughs> I'm not going for vacation. I'm not building a vacation home and be like, well, and you know, in winters we vacate, we we move to Wakanda. No, like I'm living there. 
I don't know, the tropics. You know, it, it could be nice. I'm just saying. I'm not saying we open up a fucking a Regency hotel there. I'm just saying. I'd live there. But you're letting Steve's white ass. And listen, I love Steve. But I feel like Steve, Steve has earned it. Yeah, I mean, he brought them a broken white boy. And then he brought them trauma. And, you know, Thanos. So, yeah. He's got some things to explain he also for. helped. He also helped stop the killer of their king. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. St- Steve gets to go. Steve's invited to the barbecue. Everybody knows that. No, he just better not bring that potato salad. Anyway, Peggy's I don't. Salad. <laughs> don't you do it, do Steve? It. We don't. We don't Steve, want your Captain Steve's America potato man. salad. He's, he's gonna show up with like a boiled ham or something. That's a, he <laughs> said himself. They boiled everything in the forties. <laughs> Nuh-uh. He's, if he's lived in D.C., I think in that little book that Bucky's read, I think that, you know, we didn't even talk about that. When Bucky was like, yeah, I read the book. He, I'm has, like, he has Steve's book and he's right. adding more things. How many of things. the things did you, like, do and we're like, I don't want to do this. this. I still, like, I had that idea for a comic that was just the adventure. Why don't tell, no, 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 don't say anybody. Don't say it. So, so, so nobody else does it. I just want to see Captain America readjusting to modern times with Bucky. I mean, with Sam around D.C. You need to copyright. Oh dear that. lord! Somebody yeah, or reach out or reach out to Marvel and be like, yeah. "Look, I got this idea." Uh, also, before we let go, um, do we want to talk about the other elephant in the room? I don't know if you guys know who Ed Brubaker is. Um, he is the writer of Winter Soldier, the the main original story that they adapted for like um, for uh, the Winter Soldier movie. He mm-hmm. he invented the character Winter Soldier. He did not invent Bucky Barnes. Um, he came out this past week, and he has basically said that Marvel is uh, Marvel Disney is shitting on him and giving him no money, and he is very disappointed with uh, like they gave him. He had a cameo as one of Bucky's handlers in the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. like the guys that like you know wiped his memory all the time. But like he was like, yeah, they they never reach out. They haven't. Um, I don't know. He's he's basically been saying a lot of bad things about Marvel this week and about the, the basic process of creators getting paid for things like this when Marvel options the thing because they technically own the characters they don't have to pay them shit right yeah exactly like it sucks but that's you gotta read the fine print y'all like that's it's, how they get you and yeah, if you're it's not unfortunate that not everyone has the same relationship with the companies like Stan Lee did yeah uh, but at the same time Stan Lee barely owned any of those characters yeah. and also Stan Lee through the years it's not like he didn't fuck over a lot of creators oh, yeah, himself. So that's why, like, when people defend Stan Lee, I'm like, you know, Stan Lee was a terrible businessman and fucked over a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but we don't remember that. We just remember the the smiling old man in all the movies. Mm-hmm. I want to get yeah. Ask, ask so that Jack I can Kirby's family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Goodness I just thought that was a good thing to bring up because he he has been talking you know big shit this week about Marvel and Disney and how they're fucking over creators, which is not wrong. But at the same time, you don't own this character. You adapted the character of Bucky from the classic comics. And yes, the version of Bucky that we know now and love is your version, but... But you, it's a version. You didn't create the character. Yeah, right. you, again, work for a, one of the biggest corporations on the planet. You can't expect them to be like, hey, Ed, let's give you some money every time we show Bucky on screen. It's not how it works. Yeah. Sorry. If only, right? It's a corporation. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's a mega corporation. You should be lucky that you got the, the cameo in Winter Soldier. Exactly. Arguably the best of the Marvel movies. It's not very. Yeah. No, I don't think there's an argument there. Oh, I've heard heard a lot of people about it. Well, listen. Clearly, we have a lot of thoughts, and we hope that we cleared everything up for you on this episode. And if we didn't, please let us know. (laughs) 
Right. I mean, because listen, we, we, we don't have answers. <laughs> We've got more questions than answers. But we do want to, um, we do want to do blah, blah. No, that's not what we want to do. But what we do want to do is thank you um, for listening, as always. Uh, if you like the episode, please make sure you drop a review. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We know you guys are starting. Everybody's starting to drive back to work. There's no reason you can't, you know, give them this nice little jewel that they can ride to work with that is Heralds of the MCU. Uh, and, and especially if they're Marvel fans, like you just, you gotta let folks know. Um, and as all of you know, this particular episode is for our Marvel fans. But if you're looking to get into MMA, um, you're in luck. We've got Throwing Bows. That's a YouTube uh, channel that you can check out everything about MMA. We also, you know, if you're looking for three POCs talking about British shows, we've got Cup and Saucer. Uh, and lastly, we're still doing our little dog and pony concentrated. So you've got all these different things that you can listen to and check out. And we hope that you will. So with that, thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Peace.